Hey, Miles. How you doing, Lisa? I'm doing well. I can't complain. So we have a really interesting topic today. So we definitely have to get into it. So I'm going to let you take this away since you, this is kind of like your baby and it's an interesting topic. So today's topic is, has PC culture become the new shaming? And it's crazy how this conversation came about. One of my close friends has been dealing with the fact that he felt like weed in his life had become a serious issue. And the people around him, a lot of people, his friends, society, the things that he was reading was all telling him that there's no way he could have a problem because weed is an addictive. It's not, it can't hurt him. It's from the earth. There's, there's no issue. But the problem was he just kept feeling like he was leaning on the substance to the point where it was affecting his work ethic at work. He felt sluggish, he felt lazy. He felt like he didn't have the same vigor for his job the way he used to. And it was like making him stagnant, making him feel like, you know, he didn't really care to live. and. Not saying that he was to the point of suicide, but he was just to the point where he was just like so depressed and so in a downward spiral that he literally was just like, you know what, I need to get help. And he went to rehab. So he ends up going to rehab and clearly seeing people with much stronger addictions and issues. Even they turned to him and said, what, you're in here just for for weed like what's wrong like what's wrong with you like are you crazy and you know not until the teacher uh that was running the class told him like look you shouldn't be shamed you shouldn't feel any type of way because you have a problem that's affecting your life no matter what it is you can be addicted to literally anything and if it's taking your life into a downward spiral you need to get help and you should not feel sorry because the world might say to you oh that's not a that's that's not a real problem that's not a real issue don't worry about that if it's literally taking your life into a direction that's not productive you know so like i wanted to get your take on things and see how you felt about the pc culture so, you know, we don't hold no punches on business casual and I'm kind of on the other side. So I'm, I'm not going to say I'm super PC, but I am PC. I believe in being as politically correct as possible because everybody reacts to things differently. But what I will say is I believe it's a lot of what, how you say things really will determine if it's being shameful or not, right? Like, I believe that you don't can't necessarily shame someone if you bring up a fault that they have. I think it's all in the way that you say it. And then something that I brought up to you before, it also has to deal with how it's really impacting their lives. So let's take a sensitive subject of weight. So it's a big thing, especially for, for us women, weight is an, an issue, even for men, really. 
And so I know fat shaming is big and a lot of people do fat shame or hear the term fat shame. And a lot of people are saying, well, the PC people are saying that you can't say anything about somebody if they're overweight and I'm trying to prevent them from getting medical issues. Okay, cool. The issue with that is it's nothing wrong with saying something to somebody like, hey, you know, I noticed that you've been eating a little bit more than usual. So, you know, what's going on with you? Or is it something that I should know about? Or you can simply start the lifestyle and not just point them out with them. But the reason you would want to do this or not go into it just saying, well, you gain weight and I'm concerned about you is because if it's not impairing their health, according to psychology if it doesn't impact your everyday living and it's not abnormal then they're they're technically fine like the only time it's really going to be a problem where you really need to intervene is if you start to see that it's impairing their everyday living so if you notice that somebody is eating to the point where they can't move anymore or they've gained 20 pounds in like a month you might want to say something But if they're just kind of living their life and they're just kind of stable with their weight and they really haven't gained a whole lot, then it is fat shaming if you're coming to somebody saying, hey, you know, I saw you eat 10 cookies over there. What you doing? (laughs) You know, like I I, I counted them. It was one, two, three, four. You know, after the seven cookie, it was was too much. That is fat shaming. (laughs) You can't do that that you can't do but there's nothing wrong with telling somebody if they have a problem there's nothing wrong with that like so many times like um i've been in situations where you know people like men can be super insensitive even myself when it comes to weight sometimes because Mm -hmm. we and and, you know i gotta keep it real you know i'm saying we want the hot woman (laughs) you know we we're not necessarily all, you know, we don't want them skinny as a toothpick. That's definitely out. But we don't want our women so big um, that I don't know that that the, that our woman almost becomes unattractive to us. And, that is true. And if it's going to affect the relationship, a lot of times I just feel like, is it when when is it okay to say, hey, this may not be affecting your health? but it might be affecting our intimacy and our relationship, you know, because the one thing you wouldn't want is to indulge in your um, addiction to the point where it's affecting the person that's closest to you. And I feel like a lot of times the feminist movement will tell you, you are not allowed to tell your wife she's getting big. You're not allowed to tell your girlfriend that she's, that she's becoming unattractive to you and I think that's more of a detriment to a relationship Mm -hmm. than me protecting her because if I say you know what I don't want to hurt her feelings I don't want to feel like I'm shaming her and I'm just going to let her keep going down this path that's going to eventually emotionally make me want to disconnect from this person it's like there has to be a boundary there has to be a point where we're like if woman or I'm, man, it can happen on both sides. A man can that be is so true. Beautiful, you know. That is true. But I'm going to challenge you on this. Okay, so a couple things. The first thing, I hate, I hate when people say only heavier people can be unhealthy. That is false. Skinny people can be sick too. 
I know so many skinny people with high blood pressure and diabetes, I couldn't tell you. So there's no way to look at somebody by their weight and tell whether you're healthy or not. So I know a lot of skinny people who take insulin. So I will say that. So for everybody out there, just because you're skinny, don't mean you're healthy. I'm not super heavy like I used to be because I used to be pushing, you know, like 300 pounds. I've lost quite a bit of weight, but I'm not the smallest person in the world. And when I tell you I can outdo a lot of them skinny people in the gym, I can do outdo a lot of them skinny people in the gym. So I'm just saying, no indication of health with weight. But when it comes to intimacy in a relationship, my concern is I understand like if you meet somebody and they are size four and then throughout the relationship, they become a size 20, it may be problematic because everybody has their own taste right? Mm-hmm. But right. the challenge comes in with this. Is your relationship really that strong? Because eventually what's going to happen, I don't care how beautiful you, I don't care if you like Kim Kardashian or you look like, you know, any Rihanna or any of the people that are deemed the most beautiful Beyonce in the world. Eventually Rihanna, Kim Kardashian and Beyonce are going to get old and they're not going to be as attractive. If your concern is solely based on looks with your spouse, we got a problem because something could easily happen. Yeah, no, but we we got a problem because I know people who were dating people and they got in a car accident. Now they're in a wheelchair. So do you love right. that person less because they're not as attractive any as they used to be because they can't continue to do the same level of physical fitness that they used to, right? So they're not as, right. and the person that got in a wheelchair was a man. So he's not as that same strength giver that he once was. She, you know, she st- of course stayed with him because their relationship was stronger than that. But mm-hmm. some people wouldn't. Does that mean that that's necessarily something wrong with you or your spouse? Not necessarily, but it is something to think about. What is your relationship really based on? Mm. No, you're right. Uh, and I think this is a, a great, great topic um, because the one thing that I also see when it comes to maybe the weight thing is that there are so many ideals about what beautiful is um, that's being pushed to us through all forms of media mm-hmm. like you go you go on youtube it's the beautiful youtubers that are you know they look so effortlessly <laughs> doing just about anything you know you go on tv it's the perfectly curated um you know weather host or this person or that person and then it gets hard to understand that hey you know a lot of these people have teams to keep them looking like this a lot of these people don't have kids a lot of these people just live a lifestyle that's like the only thing they have to worry about is looking beautiful before they come out and if you're just the average everyday person you work hard you come home like I don't think that the beauty standard should be the exact same Mm -hmm. but I do feel like there is a point where you know that a person isn't even trying anymore that's just like that, and, and, and that's where I'm at. Like, if you can tell that your mate or your partner or somebody close to you, even your friends or family members, because a lot of times we can see people that's close to us 
and we go, you know what? They used to really care about how they looked when they came outside. And now they just don't give a crap. You know, it's and it's like, is it shaming to say, hey, you're not taking care of yourself. <laughs> like, you know, like you used to. And I'm starting to be concerned. I'm starting to, like, it, it may not be affecting your health yet. It may not be, you know, having any ramifications at your work life yet. But if you keep coming to, you know, work unkept, it's going to, you know, end up changing the perspective of who you are, you know, and I that's think, true, you know, so <laughs> speak from that uh, perspective. So that is an, in fact, impairment. So if you're doing something every single day, it impairs your everyday living. That's what I mean by impairment. So oh. you have to see something that's a, a trend. If it's affecting your daily living, then you might have a problem, right? So what I will say is nothing wrong. I don't see that there's anything wrong and it shouldn't be called shame. Yeah, I'm more of the PC side, but do I think that as a culture, we have gotten to a point where you can't say anything to anyone ever? Yes. Do I feel like you can't make jokes anymore? Yes. Like, I, you know, to watch some of the comedians that I used to like, you can't even laugh at the jokes anymore because everything has become so politically correct that technically it's not it's not funny. Technically, you can't laugh at it. <laughs> and the, the funnier part about it is comedy comes from pain. Yeah. You know, if you don't have that pain and that common thread, the comedy is probably not as funny sadly enough it comedy does stem from pain but i don't see anything wrong from my personal perspective even being pc of saying and mentioning to someone like hey you know i noticed that you're not dressing the way that you used to i know you used to be top notch what's going on like, I noticed over the last couple of months, you slowly just kind of come into work in sweatpants and you know we business casual, but we ain't that casual. So, you know, <laughs> I'm kind of concerned about your, your, your job status. So I don't see anything wrong with that. I think that's fine. But I know that some people will say, hey, that's problematic and you're judging them based on their eccentric style it's uh, so i do think <laughs> we've gotten to a point but i think that's where also setting boundaries and standards because i feel like we are in a society and i want to get your viewpoint on this where we don't have proper boundaries anymore and i don't know if it's because of the whole social media thing where people aren't really people anymore they're just a picture with some words on a screen so people don't have boundaries. So they say whatever they want out of their mouth at all times. And people are more rude than they used to be. And I feel like that's another reason why the rise of the PC culture came to be. Because there has been this more laxed, and this is why we've seen a lot of the harassment with the Me Too. Because mm -hmm. things have gotten really, like where people don't look at people anymore and they just kind of don't have any boundaries. Do you agree with at least that aspect i do i mean the internet let's just say the internet is definitely where trolls live and mm -hmm. there are people that literally live to go on and shame people 24 hours a day about things that 
they shouldn't even necessarily feel bad about you know like if you're you're you know one of the people that i used to uh uh, see all the time on reality TV was that girl Hazel E. Um, this is a person that I believe hates themselves on the inside. I don't know her for you know I'm, I'm not going to say I don't I really don't know this woman, but based off of what she puts out, um, you know she says hey, you know I didn't like my nose so I cut my nose off. I didn't like my body so I you know enhanced it. It's like, I get that. But at the same time, is it the pressure from the nasty culture that we're living in that's pushing these people to want to cut their nose, that wants to enhance their bodies? Like, if if the, if the internet wasn't such a ruthless place, I don't think people would be in such a rush to want to conform to the, the standard of beauty that's been curated online you know that's true and it's a great book for anyone out there that's listening it's gives a new perspective on the younger generation right generation z Mm -hmm. and it's coddling of the american mind so basically it talks about us as parents because a lot of the parents are millennials and of course generation x and how we went from being a helicopter parent over the millennials to being a bulldozer parent for the generation z so if any we basically what that means is that we clear out and this is where your your pc saying us pc people are like doing bad things to the world because basically (laughs) what we do is we clear out any pathways for our children so if they have a bully in school, we come in school and we stop it. If they can't get on the sports team, we make a fuss and say, hey, you're discriminating because my kid is not athletic. If they get a bad grade, we come in and say, hey, it's the teacher. We need to move them. Like we pretty much clear any obstacles out of their way. And so when they get in the real world, everything around them causes them to be you know and in an upright like an uproar like oh my gosh you know you didn't say my name right at starbucks <gasps> that's so racist like it's just like we, we created this society we've created right that has become pc <laughs> but it, it also has created more fragile people so you're absolutely right in that regard because they said that the rates of suicide among middle schoolers is like triple especially among yeah. girls Wow, it's really happening at an an astonishing rate where you're seeing 10 year olds that are killing themselves because of what somebody said it happened back when we were growing up it happened when our parents were growing up but it happened far less often and so yes I think in some ways being PC has created this fragile culture um, that you can't say anything that people don't like so if someone doesn't like it it automatically does mean you're shame shaming someone or you're being you're you're discriminating against them which is not necessarily fact like and i mean that's a great topic uh, like the what we're doing to kids (laughs) with the pc culture because growing up you know it was such a character building thing to have to deal with the with the guy who is is amazing at plays playing the dozens the guy or the girl that's just amazing at playing the dozens you get in there 
and they're lighting you up they're firing you up and you don't have your parent to like oh they they joning on me they cutting me up it's like i better figure out how to start joning so i won't get cut up when i get on the school bus you know like i better figure out um you know how to protect and be aware of my surroundings and how to like fight back not necessarily with fists but with wit right you know and i feel like like you said these kids you say one thing about them they done fell to pieces they fall on the ground you know and it's just like why did we let it get this far have we policed these kids into the infant like when they say people um you know crouch up and go into a little ball every time somebody says something to them like it starts in your mind you have to believe you you don't have the skills to Joan back or to you know get back at somebody for you to go into the fetal position every time you're combated with a little bit of stress so like you said once these people get into the the, the real world and they realize call my mom you know I can't call my dad I can't I can't just push a button and have somebody taken care of I have to actually deal with this then it becomes a character building exercise that happens so late in life that the suicide rate is just going to continue to rise if we don't let people start to fight their battles a little bit younger I believe that's true I think that I'm not going to be like some people like it's a silly NPC that says bullying builds character I don't believe that anybody should be bullied now do I know people that have been bullied and a lot of the bully people end up being like you know the bill gates of the world absolutely but i also know people who are bullied that end up being on substance abuse you know substance abuse and other issues so right. it goes both ways i think it really depends on the individual your child right it depends on the individual and it depends on their view of self worth and i think a lot of this does have to do with your opinions and your view of yourself cuz we I think even with saying that everything is shaming, I think it becomes internalized. So if you say something about somebody is overweight and you're like, well, I'm not doing anything mean, you're internalizing that to yourself because you may not be doing that. However, somebody else that's saying that same thing could be. So you internalize the words that you use as, oh, it's positive, but you don't necessarily know the intent. Because I think a lot of the times when it comes to shaming versus not shaming, it, it all depends on the intent and what the person is trying to use what are they trying to get out of it if you're trying to make somebody change and be better then yes there's nothing wrong with that but if you are really just doing it to make you feel better then it's shameful like you're you're just trying to you know boost your own self-esteem and your own ego but like even with now with a lot of the younger populations and generations relationships are not what they used to be people don't believe yeah. being in relationships they just kind of jump around from person, to person, to person and i know you mentioned have you have you heard of the uh the MGTOW? no what's that men going their own way like they're 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 taking a vow to never get married oh no <laughs> because okay they, yeah they can't they can't deal with a woman in a relationship trying to stand
MGTOW is men going their own way. Okay. And these, this community is built up of a bunch of men who, in my, my opinion, they have just gotten sick of women kind of like dating them, only wanting, um, you know, to date them for uh, a free meal. Um, you know, they, they've been mistreated by women mm-hmm. and they can't, they can't really deal with the reality of what a relationship is. And they want, they believe that the male part of the relationship being able to provide um, and all that type of thing should trump the women's side <clears throat> of a relationship. Meaning like being sensitive, caring, uh, and, and and they believe that they should be catered to to the point where they, they just want to do whatever they want to do. And I feel like because we live in such a PC culture and because men feel like, you know, I want a woman that that looks good, you know, cleans, cook, got an amazing education, does this, does that, all of these things. But when you flip the, the, the coin and ask the men, all right, what are you supposed to bring to the, to the, to the, uh, to the relationship? It's like, well, we're like, that's not enough. You know, we live in this culture where it's just like, everybody just gets what they want it's instant Mm -hmm. gratification nobody feels like they have to fight in a relationship for it to exist it's going to be hard on both sides but because we've babied men for so long because we put certain people on pedestals for so long even women we've put a lot of those men have put women on such pedestals that they that they put the wrong women on a pedestal and they chase after the wrong women and when those women don't want them and they want the baller they want somebody that's like giving them this lifestyle they feel rejected and it's just like at the end of the day that's not like we can't continue to like base relationships off of one side it has to be two-sided you know yeah this community is just shaming women all they're grouping all women really into like one category and i don't think that's good in any sense you know i agree with that and i didn't know about that movement sound like i, I ain't even gonna say it because it's you know it's pc but um yeah that's an interesting movement um as far as men kind of taking on that stance but i think like you said it goes both ways so people nowadays have gotten to a point where they don't understand what it's like to actually have any type of communication. So this is the whole rise of the social media and people don't really talk to people anymore because when you don't really talk to people, the only thing that you have to base a real relationship on is in your head. So you've built this person in your head of what they should be. But the reality is that person doesn't exist. So, you know, when they don't meet up with everything that's in your dream fantasy that you put into, which are a combination of things that you like about yourself, and it's a combination of things that you really don't like about yourself. And so you put that list together because those are the things that you wish you had, but you don't have, and all the things that you think you're good at, then you make that into a magical person that doesn't exist except for in unicorn town. And then you try to find them. And then every time you go out, 
you find that the person is actually just like you a person because i did this too. i'm not gonna i'm not gonna lie i was one i was the picky friend everybody always would tell me oh you're so picky and i had this person in my head not mind you i've been with my husband since we were like in high school but in my head i had this this ideal person that oh this has to be attractive he has to be tall he has to be ambitious like he was amazing and then when I actually went back in my 20s and I wrote everything down of what I really wanted in a spouse, I didn't deserve him. Like, like even if I <laughs> met him, he, he wouldn't want me. And I think people have to understand that too. I think that's the whole portion of, we don't see people as people anymore. And that's because of that barricade that has caused the shame and the PC to become outrageous. So yeah. it's too much shame on one side. It's too much PC on the other. So we need to be able to find a middle ground. Easy, a, yeah, a middle ground. And same thing with everything else that's going on in this world. It seems like we are polarized to one side or the other. Yeah. And we got to of that. And the, and the funny thing is the MGTOW movement was born to combat the feminist movement. Because I'm, I'm sure you've seen and like I believe women should have rights. I believe that they should be, you know, like there's been gross injustice in the corporate world, even in mm. personal life. But there is a point where the feminists have gone too far. Like, and to say that they haven't is kind of like ridiculous. You know, they're like <laughs> some of the things you see that they want, it's like, wait a minute, do you even deserve that? Or do you want it just because you're a female? And it's like, that's the same thing for men. Like these men, like, I know what you what you're what you're saying i get the point but do you even deserve a woman that does all of that and the same thing for for for, for uh, women do you even deserve a man that will give you all of that like are we not looking at each other as individual humans anymore like have we uh gotten to a place where we can't even understand that everybody has a flaw nobody's perfect you're gonna have to work with that 10 just like you're gonna have to work hard with that seven. You know, it's that that's just the reality of the situation. Every day isn't gonna be sweet. It's right. just, you know? That's the social media. I think that's the whole social media world. Like we, we, we've grown up in this YouTube world now where everything is perfect on television. We saw all the perfection. And so now we believe that to be true because we don't see any because back when we were watching stuff like, should I dare say his name, the the Cosby's and, you know, <laughs> A Different World and watching all those types of shows. Although, like, the Cosby's really had a pretty perfect life. You know, she was an attorney, he was a doctor, but they did have some issues. And then also we knew that it, was re it wasn't a reality show. It was fake. Right. And so we although we aspired to be and we more people went to college because of a different world and you know the Cosby's and watching stuff like that and wanting to be in a relationship like Gina and Martin had we knew it wasn't real now we have reality that's not really reality it's scripted reality that they're pushing off as reality and so people actually think that this is real life and this is how you're supposed to live and this is how you're supposed to be and those snacks are the best woman in the world when in actuality she doesn't have a job her credit <laughs> is really bad like you, you know she barely can read like it's just so many issues but visually and on instagram 
she's perfect because all you see is oh she has all this money she's always on vacation but it doesn't show that she got on vacation because she's there with another dude that paid for her to go on the vacation and then she goes back to a one bedroom efficiency apartment where she can barely afford to stay there we don't see any of that and so kids nowadays believe everything that they see and so we gotta get away from that and on the male side, you know, we see these guys, they got all of this jewelry, this posing in front of these Lamborghinis. They're on vacation all the time. But if we was to peel back one layer, we would see they don't own any of that crap. They rented most of it and they're putting on this perfectly curated look for IG. And to be honest with you, it's corrupting the youth. They think that they deserve everything and then when they when you tell them the truth they think you're shaming them or they think you're telling them that they can't have that and it's like no you can but you're gonna have to work for it and it's not gonna be easy as posting a couple videos every day you know they don't show you the the hard work and what it takes to even curate any of that stuff they don't show you that the debt that they've gone into they don't show you the failed parties that don't that aren't lit and aren't you know doing well they don't show you the investments that went belly up and they lost everything and they had to start over they only show you the highlight reels that's it right and and that's exactly what our society has become it has become a snapshot of what people want to hear and what people think that should be said to them in this perfection and this is where again like you said some of us have gone a little crazy with the PC because it's like, oh, well, you can't say that to them because you're discriminating against their lifestyle. You cannot discriminate against the ball of lifestyle. Like, it's just not a thing. But people do say <laughs> Like, and that's, you know, it's nothing wrong with that. And to tell your kids, hey, because my daughter, she just turned nine today. Her birthday actually is today. She wants to be on YouTube. And she's like, oh, well, you know, the... Onyx Kids, which is a big station, they make all this money. And I was like, well, it has taken them years to do it. And it's not all that it seems. Like, it's not what you think it is. And to try to explain to that to a young person, it's like, it's a headache in and of itself. But it's not necessarily me hating. I'm not hating on their lifestyle. I think it's amazing. I wish. But just to let people know, they are not the norm. They are the exception. Right. Right. And nobody wants to be the rule. Everybody wants to be the exception to the rule. And I think that's a great place to kind of like wrap things up. It's like we can't sit around and PC people to the point where our children, our society isn't dealing with real life. And we can't be so hard on people to live up to these standards that we're crushing people's, um, we're crushing people's like, like we're killing who they are as a person. Like they, they feel so beat down by the word choices that, that we're using that, uh, the internet is just hurting them so bad that they don't want to do anything with their lives and that they recluse into these addictions, they recluse into these um, mental thoughts about themselves that just aren't true. 
you know, and I just, I just really want to encourage people to start with themselves before we even start shaming or telling somebody about themselves. Get yourself together first and be an example of change. And I think that's easier to see change in somebody else when you, when they see you as the, the example of change. Correct. And just to wrap it up on my side and for my PC people, just because somebody says something that is not necessarily what you want to hear does not always mean that they're being hateful or they're shaming you. Sometimes it does take that self-reflection to see what other people see. So just know that it goes, the street goes both ways. And this has been Miles and Lisa with Business Casual will be back again the same time next week. And if you have any questions for us or if you want to get in contact with us, definitely feel free to reach out. Leave a comment underneath of this podcast. All right. See you guys. Peace. Peace. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening. The business link in the description is a video link to the topic of PC is control, not etiquette. And our casual link is in the description today. And it is a story about the singer Tiny and her daughter going to South Africa, having a risky procedure done and so many people online were sending them articles and telling them that they're beautiful. They don't need to get the procedure done, but they perceived it as hate and them wanting to do what they want to do with their own bodies. And here it is four years later and regret has set in. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to get in contact with us, you can email us at miles B and that's M Y L E S B. 1308 at gmail.com. Thank you so much. Peace. Man, that first day of sobriety sucked. And I realized something. I was a real irritable guy when I wasn't smoking marijuana. I couldn't stop thinking about getting high. And that's when I decided it was time to get help. Hi, everyone. My name is Thurgood. Hi. Hi. I'm here today because I'm addicted to marijuana. You in here for some marijuana? Marijuana? Man, this is some bullshit. Marijuana is not a drug. I used to suck dick for coke. I seen them. Now that's an addiction, man. You ever suck some dick for marijuana? Huh? No. No, I can't say I have. I didn't think so. Fool this man! No!